Hello, friend. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. This is Pastor Pitts Evans. On this podcast, we read and discuss one chapter of God's Word per episode. Let's go now to the Bible and see what the Lord has for us today. John chapter 11. Now a man named Lazarus was sick. He was from Bethany, the village of Mary, and her sister Martha. This Mary, whose brother Lazarus now lay sick, was the same one who poured perfume on the Lord and wiped his feet with her hair. So the sisters sent word to Jesus, Lord, the one you love is sick. When he heard this, Jesus said, This sickness will not end in death. No, it's for God's glory, so that God's Son may be glorified through it. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. So when he heard that Lazarus was sick, he stayed where he was two more days. And then he said to his disciples, Let us go back to Judea. But Rabbi, they said, a short while ago the Jews there were trying to stone you, and yet you're going back? Jesus answered, Are there not twelve hours of daylight? Anyone who walks in the daytime will not stumble, for they will see by this world's light. It is when a person walks at night that they stumble, for they have no light. After he had said this, he went on to tell them, Our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep, but I am going there to wake him up. His disciples replied, Lord, if he sleeps, he will get better. Now Jesus had been speaking of his death, but his disciples thought he meant natural sleep. So then he told them plainly, Lazarus is dead, and for your sake I'm glad I was not there, so that you may believe. But let us go to him now. Then Thomas, also known as Didymus, said to the rest of the disciples, Let us also go, that we may die with him. On his arrival, Jesus found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb dead for four days. Now Bethany was less than two miles from Jerusalem, and many Jews had come to Martha and Mary to comfort them in the loss of their brother. When Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went out to meet him. But Mary stayed at home. Lord, Martha said to Jesus, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But I know that even now God will give you whatever you ask. Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. Martha answered, I know he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live, even though they die. And whoever lives by believing in me will never die. Do you believe this? Yes, Lord, she replied. I believe that you are the Messiah, the Son of God, who is to come into the world. After she had said this, she went back and called her sister Mary aside. The teacher is here, she said, and is asking for you. When Mary heard this, she got up quickly and went to him. Now Jesus had not yet entered the village, but was still at the place where Martha had met him. When the Jews, who had been with Mary in the house comforting her, noticed how quickly she got up and went out, they followed her, supposing she was going to the tomb to mourn there. When Mary reached the place where Jesus was and saw him, she fell at his feet and said, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. 
When Jesus saw her weeping, and the Jews who had come along with her also weeping, he was deeply moved in spirit and troubled. Where have you laid him? he asked. Come and see, Lord, they replied. Jesus wept. Then the Jews said, See how he loved him. But some of them said, Could not he who opened the eyes of the blind men have kept this man from dying? Jesus, once more deeply moved, came to the tomb. It was a cave with a stone laid across the entrance. Take away the stone, he said. But Lord, said Martha, the sister of the dead man, by this time there's a bad odor, for he has been there for four days. Then Jesus said, Did I not tell you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? So they took away the stone. Then Jesus looked up and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I knew that you always hear me, but I said this for the benefit of the people standing here, that they might believe that you sent me. When he had said this, Jesus called in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The dead man came out, his hands and feet wrapped with strips of linen, and a cloth wrapped around his face. Jesus said to them, Take off the grave clothes and let him go. Therefore, Many of the Jews who had come to visit Mary and had seen what Jesus did believed in him. But some of them went to the Pharisees and told them what Jesus had done. Then the chief priests and the Pharisees called a meeting of the Sanhedrin. What are we accomplishing, they asked. Here is this man performing many signs. If we let him go on like this, everyone will believe in him. And then the Romans will come and take away both our temple and our nation. Then one of them, named Caiaphas, who was high priest that year, spoke up. You know nothing at all. You do not realize that it is better for you that one man die for the people than that the whole nation perish. He didn't say this on his own, but as high priest that year, he prophesied that Jesus would die for the Jewish nation, and not only for that nation, but also for the scattered children of God to bring them together and make them one. So from that day on, they plotted to take his life. Therefore, Jesus no longer moved about publicly among the people of Judea. Instead, he withdrew to a region near the wilderness to a village called Ephraim, where he stayed with his disciples. When it was almost time for the Jewish Passover, many went up from the country to Jerusalem for their ceremonial cleansing before the Passover. They kept looking for Jesus, and as they stood in the temple courts, they asked one another, What do you think? Isn't he coming to the festival at all? But the chief priests and the Pharisees had given orders that anyone who found out where Jesus was should report it so that they might arrest him. The little village of Bethany was about two miles from Jerusalem in the time that Jesus was walking the earth in the first century. And his friends, Mary, Martha, and Lazarus, lived in Bethany. And as someone has pointed out in the past, that their house was one of Jesus' favorite homes, that he loved to go and visit with those three because they were all very close friends. But Lazarus was sick, and um, Mary and his sister Martha sent word to Jesus saying that he's sick, but Jesus didn't hurry to heal him. So the sisters, in verse 3, the sisters sent word to Jesus, Lord, the one you love is sick. When he heard this, Jesus said, This sickness will not end in death. No, it's for God's glory, 
so that the Son of God may be glorified through it. And so then he delayed going, and his disciples were puzzled about his delay, and ultimately word was sent back that he had died. And so he left finally to go and and, uh, visit with Mary and Martha. The disciples were puzzled. They thought he was just going to mourn with the mourners. They didn't know what he was up to. So verse 17, when Jesus arrived, Jesus found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb for four days. Now, in Judaism, there was a superstition in the first century that a person's spirit stayed around for the first three days of their death, in that they might be resurrected from the dead, or they might come back, or they might not be truly dead. But the idea was that after three days, the person was certifiably dead, and there was no return. So in this case, Jesus waited until the fourth day after Lazarus had been buried in the tomb. So there could be no question among the Jews and the others that were gathered there that Lazarus was indeed dead. And then Martha went to Jesus and said, you know, if you had been here, my brother wouldn't have died. And it was a bit of an accusation, but obviously Mary and Martha were both hoping when they sent word that Jesus would come and heal Lazarus. And here he was in the grave, dead for four days. But Martha had a faith statement after that. She said, but I know even now that God will give you whatever you ask. And so she was thinking with some measure of hope, maybe there's hope even yet now for for my brother Lazarus. Jesus spoke to her and said, your brother will rise again. And Martha kind of hedged her bet. She said, I know he will rise again in the resurrection on the last day. But you see, friends, Jesus wasn't talking about the resurrection of the dead on the last day, on Judgment Day. He looked at Martha and he said these words that I want you to listen to very carefully. He said, I am the resurrection and the life. Now, in saying that, he was once again tying himself to the God of the Old Testament scriptures. In Exodus chapter 3, the Lord had revealed himself to Moses as, I am that I am. He said, you go tell the children of Israel that I am has sent you. And so Jesus is saying to Martha, I am the God of the scriptures is standing here before you. Not only am I the God of the scriptures, I am the resurrection and I am the life. The one who believes in me will live even though he die. And whoever lives by believing in me will never die. What a powerful statement, friends, for Jesus to make. What a powerful statement to make to a grieving sister. What a powerful statement it is to make to you and I even today. And then Jesus looked at Martha after having said this and said, Do you believe this? Yes, Lord, she replied. I believe that you're the Messiah and the Son of God who was to come into the world. So, friends, do you believe that Jesus is the Messiah and the Son of God? Do you believe that Jesus is the resurrection and the life? Well, Jesus then gave a demonstration of power. He called out in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out of the tomb. And the dead man came out of the tomb, the grave clothes on him. Again, he had been in the grave four days. His body was already deteriorating and had an odor to it of death. But Jesus called him back to life. And so Jesus, friends, in the first century, came to be the resurrection and the life. He said these words, that whoever believed in him would never die. And even though they die, they would live again. And so, friends, I want to remind you today that Jesus is my resurrection and my life. Jesus is the Son of God and the Messiah. 
He was the one who was to come into the world and to bring life to all who were willing. Lord, we recognize you. We recognize you as the I am of the scriptures. We recognize you as the Messiah and the Son of God. We recognize you, Jesus, as the life and the resurrection. We recognize that in you there's life, and it's found in no other. Lord, we believe you. We trust in your word. We look forward to the great day that you will redeem us and call us forth from the grave, just as you did to Lazarus. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.